Welcome to Mary's Table Talk. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Always, God bless you. Today we are going to be looking at the concluding parts of mar- uh, conflicts in marriage, part three. We, this series has been on for like three weeks now. We've done part one, part two, and today we are looking at the final part, part three. In the first part, we talked about conflict, how conflicts can be set up, what can cause conflicts. Then, second part, we looked at some of the ways we can. We can resolve conflicts. And this final part, I want to be looking at how we can put conflict to rest in order not to destroy our homes and our marriages. This is Mary's Table Talk once again. And we are looking at conflict management in marriage, part three. So, number, the first step is that you have to learn how to handle disagreements. You know, marriage is, 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 is about about maturity. Disagreements will always come. We have to learn how to manage disagreements when they come. One party, even if one party is hot, the other party has to be cold. In every marriage, somebody has to play fool. It's not every time you want to prove a point. Never stick to win all arguments. Sometimes you just have to let some arguments go. Then you have to be positive always. Always try to be positive. Have a positive mindset towards your partner, towards your spouse. Don't listen to rumors here and there. They identify the problem and decide to solve it peacefully. When you know there is a problem, don't pretend, don't ignore. Identify what that problem is and decide to solve it peacefully. Even though maybe one other person is still angry, look for a more convenient time to talk to your spouse. Look for a more convenient time, maybe very early in the morning or very late in the night before you go to bed. Look for a more convenient time to discuss with your spouse. Don't bottle up your feelings. Don't bottle up your feelings. There's always this tendency that when somebody is being hot, you want you don't want to speak out, you want to bottle up your feelings. It's not a, it's not a good idea. It does not help marriages. Speak out your mind with love and peacefully and learn to lower your voice when you are doing so. Because sometimes the, the tone of our voice might be saying something else. Meanwhile, our mind is saying something else. You might want to to to... to Tell your spouse something, maybe peacefully, but before you know your voice, your tone is high and looks as if you are being disrespectful or being rude, and that can trigger conflicts. Avoid using pronouns like I, mine, myself, me, rather than we, us, are. So, so, so many of us make this mistake. This is a joint error. It's a joint error. It's not, it's not personal. So don't say you did this, you did that. We did this, we did that. It's a better way. You may even blame yourself for it, even though you know you are not wrong. So you can resolve this conflict. And always give your spouse the credit for success. Always do that. It will help to put conflicts to rest. Then state how you feel. Always say, like I said earlier, state how you feel. Stop blaming your spouse. Even though you know he's wrong, stop blaming him. Because it will, not, it will only trigger more anger and resentment. Then identify the solution. Identify the solution of what can solve this problem. Identify the solution. Then choose the right time to talk. I said that before. Choose the right time to talk. Very, very important. Very, very important. Look at the mood of your partner before you begin to talk. Then use the right tone and speak with wisdom. Speak with wisdom. Don't be too big to apologize. This distress a lot of home and triggers conflict and it does not allow conflict to rest. Don't be too big to apologize. Sometimes you might even be right. Apologize for peace to reign. Above all, be prayerful. Always pray about everything. Before you even approach your spouse to discuss issues with him, pray about it. Talk to him about it. Pray about it. Be prayerful. Be genuinely converted. Study the Bible and remain in Christ consistently. Then we have different classification of conflicts. 
we have classification of different types of conflicts okay let me go through that quickly before we round up tremendous trifles we have tremendous trifles these are conflicts caused by little and insignificant things something very little something very subtle something very irrelevant but they run they can turn into a major crisis if not carefully handled okay things like the way you press the toothpaste failure to hang the clothes putting wet towels on the bed failure to hang the clothes putting wet towels on the bed you can see that these things are very, very insignificant, are very, very unnecessary, very, very relevant. But these are the things that trigger most conflicts. These are the things that trigger most conflicts. I've even had an incident where a couple went to a, a, had to drag themselves to a marriage counselor because the man used to press the toothpaste from the top, and the wife has always corrected him, press it from the bottom. The man always goes back pressing it from the top. You can see that this looks so childish, but it was a major issue in that marriage, and. They had to see a marriage counselor in order to be able to do that. And sometimes some of these things come because of our upbringing. You know, when there's an upbringing, when there's upbringing, some people are brought up in a very, in, in some homes whereby they were not really organized. Some people are brought up in some homes whereby they are, they are seriously organized. When those two people meet to get married and meet together, you see they can start having little, little issues about organizing things around the house. Because the wife will be like, I want it done perfectly. The husband will be like, it does not matter. And before you know it, things, there will be issues. So these are some of the things we should learn, that we are not perfect. We are coming from different backgrounds. And because of that, we should learn how to tolerate one another and give one another space. There are major boosters, major boosters of, of conflicts. These are crises caused by significant issues that were not carefully handled before. Let's assume that barrenness is a major booster. Economic downturn is a major booster. Absence of a male child, poor management of in-laws, sickness, house helps, bad cooking, and infidelity are some of them. These should be handled with prayer and wisdom and should not be allowed to disrupt the harmony of the family. These are major boosters, things that are very, very major in the home, but at the same time, it can be handled wisely. With the help of God and the help of the Holy Spirit, it can be handled wisely. So you have to pray to God consistently and ask Him to help you to be able to manage this conflict wisely, to be able to know how to handle it. In the case of barrenness, it is not it may not be the fault of any member of the couple. This has to be handled prayerfully, it has to be handled with a lot of patience because this brings a lot of conflict, a lot of stress into the marriage. If a partner is not being cooperative, it can cause a lot of even health issues. So this has to be handled with prayer and with and with the belief that God is the all-knowing and God is the one that provides children. So mindset boosters, mindset boosters, has another, another major conflict booster. These are conflicts caused not because of the force of your spouse, but because of your own mindset. You know, wrong information sometimes, uh, some expectations are not, not necessary, negative thinking, wrong notions and mentality, ignorance and distorted views and ideas, backgrounds, culture, wrong information. You know, these are some of the things. That's why I, don't, I say don't listen to rumor. Sometimes you have might have negative mindset even from your from your from your from your home you know let me give an example i lived with my dad for most of my life and my dad was this type of authoritarian person he was very 
It was, it was a very nice man at the same time. He was very disciplined. He wanted you to do things at the right time. He wanted you to put things in the right place. He didn't want any, any disorganization at all. So I grew up with that notion and I grew up with that belief and I grew up with that lifestyle. And so when I, and, and my father always, before he passed information, he believed that if he doesn't shout, you will not get what he's telling you. So when I, when I got married, I brought this into my home. And I, I saw myself, whenever my husband does anything wrong, or I want him to, I want to correct him, I see myself shouting at him. And it got to a point, he had to correct me that he is the man, I'm the woman, I shouldn't be shouting when I want to talk to him. So it, it dawned on me that this has been how my father hand raised me. And I have to stop, I have to change this, this uh, lifestyle. And I began to work on it. By God's grace, God helped me. And today, I know how I talk to him peacefully. Without, I don't, I don't have to shout if I pass across any information. So these are some of the things: mindset, mindset, and lifestyle, the way you were brought up. Then we have demonic boosters too. You must not be ignorant of the enemy. You know, there are, we have enemies. Enemy we are fighting. The Bible said the devil has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. There are some conflicts the devil triggers by using the weak points of one. Or the other both partners, couples. This may result in unnecessary anger or hatred for your spouse while he has not done anything wrong. You may also feel like having a divorce, having entertaining unnecessary suspicion. And this may make you get tired of the marriage, you know. Then you find yourself feeling lonely when your partner is around and becoming emotionally drawn to someone else. All of this may make you feel you have married wrongly. Unnecessary envy, jealousy, spirit of competition, covetousness and pride are also some of the demonic boosters that can destroy marriage and make conflicts not to be put to rest. You know, these are some of the issues that have demonic influences too can, can come in. The devil can, can just bring a, an issue, a, a very little issue, and try to destroy any home. The Bible said he has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Anyway, the devil comes, passes, something bad must happen. So we have to know that when we are young, there is some normal listen that when Jesus is in the family, it's always a happy home. When the devil is in the family, there is trouble every time. So you have to learn that know when it is not when the devil is in action and always learn to pray with your spouse. A praying family, they stick together. A prayer a family that prays together, they stick together. Learn to pray with your spouse. Have a, a family altar that you pray together with your partner consistently. And by so doing, you will see the enemy, you will keep the enemy out of your house entirely. Thank you for this listening to this podcast. This is the third segment. This is the final segment of conflict management in marriage. And I want to appreciate every one of you that shared this with other people that have listened and also get, get one or two things from here. If you have a question or anything you want to ask me, you can send me a mail. You can send me a mail. Then I want to pray for every marriage father i pray for every marriage right now and every couple that have listened to this this and will still listen i pray that whatever conflict is happening in their homes right now father take absolute control heal every marriage oh god let peace reign in their homes and in their families in the name of jesus thank you father for your grace upon these homes and from these families i give you praise heal every home heal every broken heart heal every every pain in their hearts and in their homes right now in jesus name we have prayed thank you so much my name again is mary Budi, and this is mary's table talk thank you for listening and thank you for following me throughout these episodes of conflict management in marriage god bless you